You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Hi, welcome to TV Tangents. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Natalie. How are you? I'm great on this fine cold day. Yeah, it is a very cold day. Very cold days, but uh, we are excited because we're talking about a show, a show I had never seen before. Yes, I'm so excited that you watched it because I had seen it before. I am too. So we're talking about freaks and geeks, and I'm so excited because although I am like mad because it's over. I know. It's oh 18 episodes and then done. And I'm like, I got hooked. Yeah. I was so hooked. I I don't remember. I was trying to remember when I watched the show. I know I didn't watch it in the original run, mm-hmm. but I watched it in reruns. I'm pretty sure like this, you know, when they reran it on Fox, that's when I saw mm. it. And I was one of those people who was upset when I found out that there would never be any more. So messed up. I literally was like, when you said it was like, oh, it's like one season, whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. So it'll be easy to watch. And then I'm into it. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm only going to get to see Mm -hmm. so many episodes of this. And normally when it's a one season show, it's because it wasn't good. Right. I'm like, how would, yeah. How did that not last So you loved it? I loved it. Oh, I'm so happy. Yes. It was so good. And so many, again, I know we always talk about the cast a ton. So, so many interesting people. That I was like, oh, because, of course, I had never seen this before. So mm-hmm. I, you know, the people who are in it who are now in stuff that I would only know them by. So yeah, uh, what's her name? The main character is uh, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And she's played by Linda Card. Well, how do you say Cardellini. Cardellini. And, of course, I just started watching Dead to Me, oh, which I is on Netflix, which That's is awesome. So, good. so I was like, That's her. And then I thought, oh my god, I feel like I've seen her in something else though, because or maybe I'm just relatable she's in a lot to. Of, she's in a lot of stuff. Is she okay? A lot of stuff because she's awesome. So and I was like, oh my god, this show is so good. We're cutting it dangerously close to our show parameters by even talking about this series. That's true because it is the last possible show, yeah, that I can think of that we could do, as it premiered in late September '99 and it was mm. canceled six months later. Yeah. So, so it didn't even go that far into right. the 21st so century. So it just made the cut because Done. it started in the 90s. So here's the uh, synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Fringe students cope with life at a Michigan high school in 1980 in this critical favorite. <laughs> and this is a dramedy with no laugh tracks or neat mm. endings, which in 99... Because we're used to, that's how TV is now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shows like this. Yeah. But in 99, there weren't. And True. so the network didn't like it. Hmm. Because they're like, doesn't anybody ever get what they want? Isn't anybody ever happy? Why is everybody miserable all the time? Hmm. Well, but because that's cool. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. And hmm. it was created by Paul Feig and Judd Apatow, who, of course, have created... Everything funny that our generation loves in this True. moment. Yeah. And as I said, it premiered on September 25th, 99, which was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it aired at 8 p.m. And I can tell you for sure that at 8 p.m. on Saturday in the late 90s, I would be either out mm-hmm. or getting ready to go out. Getting ready to go out, for sure. So the people that this was targeted towards mm-hmm. weren't even home to watch it. Right. That's interesting. So that was the premiere episode. Then there were three weeks after they showed the second episode where the show didn't air at all because of the World Series. Ah. Uh. 
And then when it came back, it was only on for three more weeks, but in, like, fluctuating time slots. And then it was put on hold until January of 2000. Because mm, of Christmas, right? That's kind of what happens <laughs> Probably, with shows. Yeah. They stop around Thanksgiving and then... And then after a few more episodes, it was canceled in March. And then the final two episodes were aired in July. And three episodes were canned and never shown. I did read that, that several didn't even make it until it came into reruns. Yeah, that was Kim Kelly is my friend, Dead Dogs and Gym Teachers, and Noshing and Moshing. And then most people discovered the show when Fox aired it. Mm. And then... We're all excited. Yeah, they were all excited. <laughs> they were like, this is a great show. And yeah. then they were petitioning for them to bring the show back. But at that point, all of the actors had gotten other jobs mm. and gone on to these amazing careers that they have. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. Dang it. Saddest television story ever. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. I don't, I mean, it's like, first of all, I can't believe I never saw this before, but it's very, well, it's set, supposed to be set in 1980, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, um, and it's just so relatable, I think. I mean, you know, it's and I painfully think. painfully relatable. It is. I think about stories that talk about high school. It's pretty much easy for a story to be relatable because you relate sure. to at some point someone on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lindsay and her brother Sam are kind of like the main people that's the focus because yeah. their family life is definitely highlighted more. And they have the typical, um, what do I want to say, the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. The four of them yep. and everything kind of centers around them and how uncomfortable their parents are with them even being teenagers. (laughs) It's pretty funny. And their dad owns a hardware store and their mom's like a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. and it's all perfect. But And Lindsay's super smart, but she doesn't really want to be in that world anymore. She's between worlds because... Mm -hmm. She finally started like that first episode. She's she's super smart. She's what they call a mathlete. Um, And they're all, you know, she's got her friend Millie who... Is kind of like the typical, you know, nerdy person who's all about being academics and stuff. And and is judging her so hard all the time. She yeah. judges her more than anyone. She really does. It's very interesting. Which and she, Lindsay just wants to be like, she wants to be with these kids who she thinks are kind of cool. And yeah. they're, I would say, quote unquote, the freaks. Um, but yeah, she kind of befriends them and starts... Kind of hanging out with them. They, they're they kind of like the slackers. They don't get the mm-hmm. good grades. and We used to call them the stoners. The stoners, or yeah. the hessians. Yeah, hessians. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But that's if they wore flannel. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, of course, that would have been when we were in school in the 90s. And this is 80, so it's that's a little true. bit less. But Lindsay just... always wears her little green army jacket. So Which that's I kind wore. of her thing. Yeah. Do you remember my green army I do. jacket? I do. Yeah. And that was before this show. So they copied off of me completely. They did copy off you. I think you should get some royalties, although it's not on TV anymore. So. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah, I found it relatable, especially because, first of all, I wore the green jacket. And I had a friend who was always trying to get me to not hang out with the people that she didn't like. Mm-hmm. And then I had the Kim Kelly friend who was just awful to me. Mm. All the time. And I don't know why we were friends. (laughs) So this was the early days of the internet. And the producers, because of the weird schedule that was all over the place, they Mm -hmm. set up a website 
to help viewers track when the show was going to be on. Oh. But then NBC didn't let people know about the website because they thought that um, the internet was going to take over and people weren't going to watch TV anymore. Oh. I mean, back yeah, then. Have until way later. Yeah, I was going to say. And also the f- the pilot was picked up right before NBC got a new president. Mm. Interesting. Who was Garth Anser, and he hated the show. And because, like Whatever. I said, he wanted more of like a nine oh two one oh, like mm. everybody is pretty and, and popular, gets what they want. Uh-huh. And he was like, I don't understand why the kid never gets to go out with the cheerleader. When's he going to get to go out with the cheerleader? Well, and then that happens. So the, okay, there's a lot of spoilers <laughs> in this episode, but yes, when he goes out with the cheerleader, my husband was like, no. That's not what happens. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it turned out she was using him, but right. like, yeah. And because they didn't have anything in real. common. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. And that is true. There was a lot of it that was saying, I mean, yeah, even the spin the bottle debacle, you know, all of those kinds of things. It's like so some uncomfortable. of that, I'm like, mm, okay. And is that going to happen? Oh, wait, does that happen? So, yeah. I mean, they, there's they so gave much them of a it. a little bit here and there. Yeah. But for the most part, it was your real high school experience. Mm-hmm. It was like the show was a lot like um, Wonder Years. Yeah. Very much like Wonder Very Years. Very much like that, yes. And. Wonder Years wasn't comfortable either. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, yeah. Well, Kevin and didn't I mean, get what he wanted. everybody in high school had issues. I mean, you know, I can't imagine that people in high school, even if you know the jocks or the whoever, the most popular kids, probably had their insecurities and issues. Mm-hmm. So you, everyone relates to having issues in high school. So I think that's what's good about these shows it's just that it's like it tells everybody's little version and then you realize later or you become adults when everybody become becomes kind of normalized for the most part right um and then you hear stories so maybe you didn't like live that certain way or Mm -hmm. this certain way so maybe you're like millie where you thought you know you were the mathlete and kind of nerdy and you you were judging people for wanting to go party and whatever and then you become an adult and maybe that's kind of what you do or then you're like oh i see where that came from Mm -hmm. or you're the other end of the spectrum and you're like dang i wish i would have studied more i might have a better job right like there's a bunch of different relatable things to that i think and you realize as you get older we all know that kind of stuff you know you realize people that you made fun of in high school or if you got made fun of that it's like meh yeah it's like what kids do yeah and at one point someone was telling sam like it's not going to matter eventually yeah Yeah. it it, it doesn't matter yeah when creating the series paul feig had the writers fill out questionnaires Mm -hmm. about their high school experiences and like write stuff down and then he passed out a binder with all the answers in it (laughs) for inspiration and that's where they got a lot of these things so these were like smart real experiences Mm -hmm. and if you put this if you made this today and put it on netflix it would be like wildly popular oh, because for sure. it's very truthful mm-hmm. and gritty and I couldn't like I couldn't mm-hmm. stop watching it I watched I think we watched it in like a week and then after it was over I was like I need to watch this again <laughs> but also I have other stuff I need to do with my life yes not to sit here watching I know I watched it I and I did too I watched it in about a week and then I was like oh my god that's it I was seriously so sad I was like oh so sad because more of this we actually in the end started to get to know 
the other characters and start mm-hmm. getting into their stories that we never got to yeah, finish. Which would have been awesome. And I think um, I think I read somewhere that it, did it say something about like what would have happened if they got they kept going and they which was a little interesting. They even mm-hmm. said like Bill would make the basketball yeah. team and Paul Feig did an interview a few years ago where he talked about what he wanted to do in season two and like in the end um, of this series, Lindsay goes off with some deadheads. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's talking about how she would probably get stranded somewhere and yeah. her parents might have to come get her. And, <laughs> yeah, and Bill, because his mom is dating the coach. The gym teacher, yeah. And also, um, because the actor who plays Bill, <laughs> who is Martin Starr, had started getting kind of buff after... Like, at the end of the series. Mm -hmm. And so he was kind of going in that direction anyway, not like a sports direction. But, I mean, he could have played that where he could have been the jock and he could have, like, kind of grown away from his geek friends. geek friends, yeah. And become the guy that they don't like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or been more, like, kind of like you become really good at sports, but you still hang out with certain people. That was kind of my thing. I was, like, always like, okay, well, I hang out with... A few different groups of people. I played sports year-round, all throughout high school, went to all the sporting events. But, you know, I hung out with friends who were not necessarily athletic, for sure, and just different people in general. I mean, I wouldn't say anybody was nerds, because I just had never thought of it that way. But, like... Our school was weird, though, because first it was small. Yeah. There were 70 kids in my class. Yeah. And it wasn't as cut and dry as this, like... A lot, there were, most of the popular people were very smart and got good grades. True, yeah. So it wasn't one or the other. Yeah. You could be a cheerleader and be a mathlete at the same time. Right, that's very true. And same thing, you're right, because I was, I would say a lot of people that I played sports with, and we were all in honors classes, so it's not like it was, yeah. Yeah. And you're right, small school to the point where, like, almost, like, our own city practically because it's like I know people from several years of like graduating classes so we don't know anything about public school we didn't <laughs> that's go to true. public that's school that's true we didn't go to public school so we don't know so I feel like the first I like that in the first episode the characters don't really know each other mm-hmm. like Lindsay's friend group that she's starting to get into they don't know her brother and they don't know the geeks right. so in like the beginning you see them just kind of passing each other in the hall and mm-hmm. completely unaware of each other. Yeah. Unlike in most other sitcoms where everybody knows each other, everybody spends time together at some mm-hmm. point or another because they have to get their storylines together. <laughs> so later, then when Daniel is over at the Weir's house and she's helping him study and then he's smoking on the back porch and Sam comes out mm-hmm. and he's like looking at the book because he doesn't understand anatomy or whatever <laughs> and Daniel starts talking to him, you really feel that like Oh my God, that's that stoner yeah. talking to me that never talks to me. It's mm-hmm. not like in a sitcom where. Right. Oh, this is my yeah. sister's friend. So, right. of course, you know, he's here all the time and knows my time. name. He's talking to me. Right. Because I think later, too, they're like, you're Lindsay's brother, right? Like a couple of different times. Yeah. So, yeah. Ken doesn't seem to know anybody. No. He's always like, who are you again? Yeah. <laughs> Ken is funny. <laughs> that is true. Ken played by Seth Rosen. Rogan, of course. Yes. And Lindsay, like we said, is stuck between two worlds. And the freaks make her crash her dad's car. 
Oh my take gosh. Take his car, then crash it. And then she's like, I've had enough of them. Mm-hmm. She goes back to her mathlete friends. Yep. Who she figures out are also not nice. Right. Because they're all judgy. They have a sleepover, right? And then yeah. they're all judging everybody. And then they're even talking about like some other girl on the mathlete team. Right. And how, oh yeah, well, we don't like her or whatever. Yeah, it's very interesting how just everybody is. Yeah, she's like, at least the other friends had my back because mm-hmm. they come to her mathlete thing and even though wrong, yeah they're mad at they're all mad at each other mm-hmm. but they come anyway and act crazy which is hilarious they act like they're at a sporting <laughs> I event i love it it's awesome and they cheer her on and she's you know Lindsay's friends with everybody she's yes. like you know because later she ends up she's meets the girl who plays the tuba and you know so mm. like she just seems to always have friends in every category and then she's just like oh well hey you know you can talk to me and she seems like that kind of person and she's also as much as she's rebelling as anybody does in high school she's like pretty close to her parents so i mean close. talks to her mom about a breakup and is crying yeah. at a basketball game to her mom and then same, you know, she's still hugs him a couple times and just does her whole thing. And yeah, even though she had a party at the house oh my when they were out of town and yeah, crashes so the car. I could just imagine what would happen if I did any of that stuff. I, I would have been murdered by yeah, my parents. I can't even imagine. The part, the one where um, she has Kim over and then Daniel comes over. Because they've broken up and they start fighting in the house and yeah. then Nick's there. And I was, like, having heart palpitations because <laughs> what my parents would do in this situation. And I was like, oh, my God. And her parents were, like, just freaking out. And, mm-hmm. uh, I Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even when they let Nick stay there. I mean, it's what? just so crazy. <laughs> and I do have to mention that uh, I absolutely cannot handle Nick's father, who, oh. you know, wants to send him to the army or whatever if he doesn't make it, whatever. Yeah. But that guy. That guy? Yes. First of all, on Law & Order SVU, <laughs> he plays like a child molester. He, so I definitely can't handle this guy on any level because he's he, all, he's creepy. He's that guy. always a bad guy. He's like the different strokes guy. Exactly. <laughs> and I told my husband when we were watching it, I was like, I don't know what that guy was in, mm-hmm. but whatever it was, it damaged me for yep. life. I can't look at his face. Oh my God. that ep- he's, in this, he's so creepy in this episode of Law & Order SVU. So I was like, oh, oh, nope. <laughs> and then when he comes later to like get Nick, he's all creepy like, like right. that and I'm like I don't know how he heard like, us oh my Natalie gosh, but I know he it's like oh god why is he in this <laughs> we're going to see him in something and be like ah I'm like oh god that guy <laughs> so let's talk about the cast mm-hmm. like you said Linda Cardellini is Lindsay Weir and she was born June 25th 1975 which makes me a month older than her yes and also makes her the oldest of the student of the teens. cast members yeah <laughs> She most recently won a Primetime Emmy for Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for the Netflix series Dead to Me, which is so good. good. Have you finished it? I believe so. Because there's only the two seasons, right? Yeah. There's another one coming out. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. And she's with Kelly from um, Married with Children. Married with Children. Yeah. (laughs) So that's a good show. Then we have uh, John Francis Daly as Sam Weir. He was born in 1985 in Illinois, and he was the only main cast member to play a character his own age. I was going to say I looked a few of them up age-wise, and I was like, oh, wow, he was super young. super young. 
Um, he's now a screenwriter and a director, and he's kind of sexy. Mm, he is kind of cute now, which I would have not have, uh, I couldn't have foreseen that. <laughs> I was like, huh, how's he going to grow up? I it's Isn't it funny how when you're a freshman, there are boys who are tiny, mm-hmm. like little miniature people. Yes. And then next year, they come back from summer vacation, and they're eight feet tall. Right. I was, go- I was going <laughs> to say, it's so true. It's just like you'll see people, and then all of a sudden, bam, they grow. Right. Uh, then we have this guy named James Franco, who plays Daniel Desario. Mm-hmm. He was 21 when the show aired, and of course, he's been in literally everything. Yes. Like, everything. Sam Levine plays Neil Schweiber. <laughs> Schweiber. And he was also born in Illinois, and his dad actually was a dentist. Oh, his real life dad. Yes. Huh? Not his Chandler dad. No, not his <laughs> Chandler's boss's dad. Chandler's oh boss, God. who's Neil's dad. Wait, who I saw him. What I see? I saw him on something else right after I watched that. And I was like, oh, that's, that's Neil's dad. Yep. At okay. age 11, he saw comedian Richard Jenny's comedy special and decided he wanted to do that. He wanted to be a stand up comic. Oh. So he started doing his act at bar mitzvahs when he was 12. Oh, wow. So he's basically Neil. Yeah, I was going to say, Neil is very much that guy. and becomes like a ventriloquist at one point. In 1994, Lisa Kudrow saw him. Oh. Saw his comedy act, and she told him that he should audition for acting gigs. Nice. So that's awesome. Eventually, he landed here. Perfect. And he also does a lot of stuff now. Um, then we have Seth Rogen as Ken Miller. Mm-hmm. In his first acting role. Was it his first? Ever. I was wondering about mm-hmm. that. I was like, oh. Um, he was born one month after Sam Levine, who plays Neil. Oh. They're the same age. Wow. Isn't that weird? That is weird. He placed second in the Vancouver Amateur Comedy Contest when he was just 16. And then the same year, he went to a local casting call and won the role of Ken in Freaks and Geeks. Hmm. So his family relocated from Canada to Los Angeles. And he paid the rent and the bills and everything. Wow. He's, He's like perfect in this role. I would I would think that he was like a 25-year-old playing a 16-year-old. For sure. Yeah, he... I I actually... Because I looked him up, too, and I was like, oh, wow, he was pretty young. I'm like, because he... Yeah, he's kind of a bit of a man-child. Like, he (laughs) was the kind of guy who, yeah, you're like, oh, hold on. Or probably, you know, yeah, maybe just in those couple years, like, shot up and was, like, made it, like, all of a sudden went from tiny little guy (laughs) to that guy. But... I mean... I don't he's, think I just like he's like kind of the perfect character though. I just so you know, funny. he plays the role so well and he's just kind of like he goes to the one party and he just sits there the whole time and knew the whole time that they had switched the beer with a non-alcoholic beer and he ended up <laughs> winning some cuz he's like betting people or whatever. He's and he just I mean and then like makes fun of the girl in the band but then is like she gives it back to him so then he's like oh, it was I'm so love. out of character for him to like have a crush on yes. her. And so everybody was like, are you being serious? Are, yeah. Or are you joking? Are you sure? And Lindsay's like, oh my God, do you really like her? And he does. And it's so cute. He's like, and then he doesn't know what to do. Like, they all, it's just, so oh my God. Funny. He's, yeah, he was really good at this. He's hilarious. Jason Segel plays Nick Andopoulos. And he was 19 when the show was on. He'd already had a couple small parts in movies, including Can't Hardly Wait. And later he hmm. was in a show that I love that you've never watched, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I saw that, that he was on that, and I have not seen it. So I was like, oh, interesting. I 
He, he Love that show. He became more normal looking as an adult. <laughs> he, again, plays a great role here. Perfect stoner. And just the way he, I mean, yeah, just completely like, like always for just a minute seems you like feel it. sorry for Nick. And then you're yeah. like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Kind of go back and forth. Yeah. There's like the breakup stages where you're just kind of like, oh, he might be. But then you're like, meh. And then he's fine. And then he's, yeah, he's kind of all over the yeah. place. But yeah. And Paul Fink said he probably would have ended up going into the military. And, you know, because his dad was forcing him mm-hmm. to. But like, your dad can't really force you to go into the military because you have to sign up for that. Right. <laughs> suppose yeah at some point you're just kind of like okay i guess hey, i'll do it just then, don't do it just yeah. go with Lindsay and follow the dad yeah that's then what's he gonna do that. exactly dad'll never know uh, and martin stars we said played bill haverchuk <laughs> so funny he's the funniest he is so funny and i just love how he like cracks himself up <laughs> <laughs> and i love because when they're being geeks and then they tell like just Funny stories about what you know, TV shows, whatever it might be. So it's like super funny that he's, he's always watching TV because yeah. he's at home alone all the time because yeah. his mom works yeah. and she's single and she's super young. Yeah. And our and, favorite part about that, the fact that he's mm-hmm. home and watches TV, has to be when he says one time he has to get home because his mom doesn't like to watch Dallas alone. He's always watching And Dallas. then when he's dating or when her, his mom is dating uh, the gym teacher, he's just at the house watching a basketball game and Bill comes in and he was like, oh, do you want to watch something? He's like, yeah, Dallas is on. And he turns <laughs> Dallas on, sits on the floor, and then starts <laughs> explaining to uh, Mr. Whatever his name is, that uh, how Dallas works. He's like, oh yeah, they're in a they're in a land uh, dispute, and that's Pam, <laughs> and that's Bobby. Bobby's better, way better than Jr. And he's on on and on, and then they're bonding over this because yeah. of course he's like, oh, and he goes, shh. And then he's like, oh, sorry. He goes, I'll tell you during the commercial. And so it was like a bonding moment. But of course it's Dallas. So we love it. We're like, oh my God, yay. I totally, (laughs) totally relate to Bill. And he, he doesn't mind being who he is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sam's always like, be cool. And he's Mm -hmm. like, what? This is who I am. I mean, he went as the bionic woman for Halloween. And I love him. He's always like, when the, when the geeks like get into like little spats with each other, they find each other like in the hallway and they're like, are you going to eat lunch with us today? And then all of them, of course, why? Oh, well, cool. All right. And they always, so they always go back to yeah. eating together. But that's like, and that's the same thing. Bill's like, well, what? Like, that's how it was me. in high school. You could have a fight with your friend in the morning, mm-hmm. and then in the afternoon, you're like friends again. Yeah, no you're deal. just sitting there like, oh, okay, it's fine. Uh, Martin Starr has been in a ton of movies and TV shows, and he's not a big dork like his character. Mm, yeah. I recently discovered another short-lived show that he was in that um, about 10 years ago called Party Down, and I've been watching it, I think, on Netflix or maybe Amazon. I'm not really sure. Mm. It's about caterers. Oh. Yeah, you'd like it. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Martin Starr was also born in the same year as Sam Levine. And Seth Rogen. So he was 16 when filming this show. And those three were all 16. Mm, it's crazy. It's so it's crazy. Funny. We've seen a lot of movies in our time, a lot of shows, whatever, where people that are older play younger Yeah, you're characters. just used to it. But you just, I mean, it's just, you're like, yep, this is how old they are. I mean, it's almost yeah. like even, you know, John Travolta in Greece. You know, it's that <laughs> right, kind of... Right. Uh, What's her dirty dance? You know yeah. all those things. It's so funny because they and they're just amazing they're just actors. Like so. nobody in nine hundred two one zero was in high school, except right? Maybe Tori Spelling. Was yeah, I was going to say they were like just out of high school, yeah. weren't they? Kind of. That but Linda age. Cardellini 
and this show is 24. Right. She was But she looks super young. Then we have Busy Phillips as Kim Kelly. Love Busy. She wasn't officially part of the main cast. I saw that, that she, well, she's, her credit, like, shows up later. And then I saw several promotional photos, and she's not even in them. Yeah. And I was like, what? They just, they, you know, they put her in the pilot, and then it was going well. So Mm -hmm. they made her more of a character, which is crap, because she was more important to Lindsay's character Mm -hmm. than anybody else on the show. More important than Nick. Mm -hmm. Anybody. And... She seems, I don't know. Like I said, I have that friend. I had that friend in high school mm-hmm. who just was mean to me, but then was like, aren't we friends? Yeah. And so every, her character gave me all those high school feels because I had like that insecurity all of a sudden. Like, mm-hmm. you know, anything you do, she's going to be like, I'm stupid. <laughs> but then she did have Lindsay's back mm-hmm. because she just couldn't express herself. Because yeah. nobody, you know. And you find out her backstory, too. Because in the beginning, she is. She's just, like, makes fun of Lindsay and everything. And then all of a sudden, she's like, you have to come to my house for dinner. Ugh. And then and has this whole backstory about how, see, I'm hanging out with somebody who's smart and rich. And uh-huh. then her family's really messed up. And then they, like, go running out, trying to, like, get in the car. And they're running from her family. I mean, it's very bizarre. Oh and so, yeah, she's a great... Yeah, she's a great character, too. I mean, and, like... She's essential to the show. Yeah, she very much is. And Busy Phillips seems like a cool person who I would be friends with. I would love to hang out with Busy Phillips. I, again, did never saw Freaks and Geeks before, so, of course, the only thing that I even remember Busy Phillips from is from Cougar Town. Ugh, which I've been watching at night before I, I go to bed to. every night. Oh, my so God, I, I want to watch it again. Dreams. Oh, my gosh. It's on... It's on like it's on Hulu and on Amazon. Oh, so perfect! You can totally watch good it. Good to know. Good with a glass know. of wine. Yes, every of night. Of course, Big Carl. I love that show. Yes, oh. what a good show that. I is. wish we could talk about that show too. I but we know. Can't. Sorry. Then Lizzie Kaplan as Sarah, who is Nick's disco girlfriend mm. in the last episode. Who kind of they kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, she just shows up. You may recognize her as Janice Ian from Mean Girls. Mm. Remember Mean Girls? I've barely, I don't even know if I've seen all of Mean Girls. I know, that's Who weird. I know. are you? Well, okay, you guys listeners, I'm not talking to yeah, Natalie right talk now. to me. Um, she played Janice, Ian, from Mean Girls. So, there. that's where you know her from. <laughs> then Chauncey Leopardi plays Alan White, who is the bulliest looking bully I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> he is the worst. Oh my God, he's the guy, right? That I'm thinking of the guy that bullies them all. The sends time. Bill to the hospital, right? That guy. <laughs> yeah, and rides a bike with a banana seat. Uh, yes, he is. He's just so in his little facial expressions and just uh, everything. He's just like, eh, he's the worst. <laughs> and he never lets up. And I'm no. like, does he have no life? Does he just go try to find them on his stupid bike? And mm-hmm. then, yeah, that gave me the feels too because I was like, I can't handle this. Mm. It's all the things you can't handle about high school. Yeah. He was crazy. Um, Stephen Lee Shepard plays Harris, the guru. You notice every time they go talk to Harris, he's like sitting up on something, and then mm-hmm. there's like Indian music playing, yes. and he gives them all the sage advice. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he's a good one too. <laughs> he's funny. He's the one that still looks the same, though. Right? He like does still look the same. Up. I was yes. like, oh, he looks exactly the same. There's a recent. Um, documentary I I don't know if it's still on Netflix I think it was previously on Netflix but there's a documentary about it that you have to watch Mm. 
because it's really good and you get to see all those people. Then Rashida Jones pops in. I know. That was so bizarre. <laughs> as, I was like. Yeah. As Kim Kelly's friend. And she's so mean, too. She's like mm-hmm. the little runty person who hates everyone. Mm-hmm. She's even meaner than Kim. Yeah. And picks on Sam and writes on his locker. Oh, she's awful. And Tom Wilson, a.k.a. Biff Tannen from Back to the Future, I plays legit Coach Bed. Frederick. When he first came on, I'm like, is that Biff? <laughs> I'm so like, oh my Biff. gosh. Which is funny because the coach is a nice guy. Yeah. He's so nice. He's anti-Biff. He is yeah, anti-Biff. He's super nice. Except, you know, like when they're in gym class, he does get a kick out of the nerds getting picked on. Yeah, Until he, does. he spends time with Bill. That's true. And then he's like, And uh, yeah, he is because he's an ex-jock because of course he's the coach. So he yeah. thinks like, oh, haha, it's funny. And it's very, just like it was, I mean, back in the day, they're like forced to shower, which Sam doesn't want to do because he's scrawny and doesn't have chest hair and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so none of them want to take a shower. At one point, they're like just getting their hair wet so they can pretend. <laughs> <laughs> and the coach is mad at him. And then there's like this whole thing about it. And yeah. But then you're right. He starts to relate when he gets to hang out with Bill when he's dating his mom. Uh, when Bill stands up to him in gym class, is like, no, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, doll. And the bully's all laughing like, oh, he's going to get it. Right. And then they don't, then coach doesn't do anything because he's just like, oh. It's like, what do I do? And, and nobody strange. knows why. Yep. They're all like, what is going on? Oh, that's a good one. Too funny. Um, Joel Hodgson, who is the creator of Mystery Science Theater 3000, plays Joel, a disco clothing store manager and occasional DJ. <laughs> when I saw that guy be the DJ at the end, I was like, is <laughs> right? he to own the store or he's, run the store? He's so weird. He was funny. He and Sam buys that leisure suit, oh jumpsuit thing from him. Oh my god! We've all had that moment where we thought we were super hot, and then we went to school, mm-hmm. and then we're like, "I was wrong. I was so like, wrong. I'm so gonna buy this. <laughs> I'm gonna be, you know what?" And then you show up, and everyone's like, "Good God, what are you wearing?" <laughs> that was so amazing. Um, Anne Dowd plays Cookie Kelly, who is Kim Kelly's mom. Yes. And I knew she looked familiar in a way, again, like Nick's dad. Like, she mm. looked familiar in a way that was creeping me out, but she, I didn't know why. She has been on Law & Order SVU, As just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that yeah. anymore, but I did look her up on IMDb, and it's because she plays Aunt Lydia in The Handmaid's Tale. Have you seen The Handmaid's oh, Tale? Oh, no, I haven't. Well, if our listeners have seen the show, then you know why she's giving me the heebie-jeebies, because she's a bad person oh, on the handmaid's interesting. Tale. So I she didn't give me the heebie jeebies so much because again she's on Law and Order SVU and she actually plays a lady who goes around though like she kills off people who are like oh. having unprotected sex because they're giving people the HIV. Oh my and goodness. she's doing it and she is like a counselor though or something and then they find out at the end and she's just like Admits to doing it because she and same thing like because it happened to her and she has AIDS and she's dying and whatever. So she just like started killing off people who were just being bad people. And oh I'm like, goodness. oh my god, it's crazy. So yeah, her voice is very distinctive. So that's why I always like yes. remember her. And in The Handmaid's Tale, she's very ominous, and it's I don't uh, anyway. <laughs> watch, don't watch The Handmaid's Tale. It's very depressing, <laughs> but I. I have She's a love hate relationship with it where I keep coming back to it. Like, mm. okay, now I'm going to watch it again. And then after two episodes, I'm like, I can't take it anymore. Like, it. It's so awful. Then Leslie Mann 
in episode 13 is the teacher when Bill is peanut poisoned by the bully. Mm. She was already married to Judd Apatow at the time. and She's been in a bunch of his movies. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I feel like she's in so many things she and is. I can't think of a one specific. But Judd I... Apatow movies. Okay. <laughs> that would make <laughs> because sense. Because they're married. Yes. Um, ben Stiller was on the one time <laughs> yep. as the Secret, Secret Service. Service. <laughs> he wanted to be on the show because he wanted it not to get canceled. Oh. Uh, supposedly. Interesting. And he was the worst Secret Service oh my God. ever. And it's so funny because that, yes, because the, at the time, Vice President George Bush was visiting and Cindy, who is, uh, What's his name? Sam's crush, cheerleader. She's like the head of the young Republicans and she's going oh. to announce him. And it's so funny because then he like breaks up with her and then she goes to announce the vice president and she's like been crying and everyone's like, ah. <laughs> that was good. Everything about that was, that was so interesting. Yes. So so the Secret Service is there running around and uh, trying to like sweep the school I guess or making sure yeah. everything's okay because the vice president's going to be there so that was interesting they have to get the stoners out from under the stairwell yep <laughs> and then there was teeny tiny little Shia LaBeouf who played Herbert the school mascot I didn't even notice that until I, I just either. happened to be looking up the cast and I was like wait what and then I'm like the mascot I'm like he was barely on there no, so I'm like how we're funny watching it. and my husband was like is that Shia LaBeouf and I was like no He's like, I think it is. And I'm like, it can't be. It's not. He's not that little guy. <laughs> Apparently he is. It was. Good eye on him. Yeah, no kidding. So what was your favorite episode? I mean, we're going over time here, but oh, it doesn't man. matter. It's our show. That's fine. What um, was your favorite episode of these few oh, episodes man. that we got to see? Favorite one. Hmm. Trying to think. There's so many just, like, little parts, I would have to say, that I like. I mean, I don't know. I think it was, like, even, you know, Sam kind of getting the girl. There's, like, those parts. I don't know that if I had favorite cute. episodes because it's kind of, like, each little part. But yeah. I did like when, um, well, towards the well, it came out of something bad because, uh Kim killed Millie's dog. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Accidentally, she runs it over with her car, and they find out. And then they, like, bond over it. And, you know... she feels so bad. She feels so bad. And they kind of bond over dogs. And then now Millie's hanging out. Although Millie then gets a little like she's going to go to this... Was it the Who concert? Yeah, Yeah. I think so. And uh, Lindsay's like, oh, no, we can't let her be like this. And she fights with her mom. But it's... I guess it's like this... Seeing the other parts of people. Yes. It was kind of like, because Kim just seemed way more uh, normal then. Because, you know, sometimes you see people that are kind of a bully, kind of a, you know, she mm-hmm. gave so much crap to everybody. And then she becomes kind of a real person. Um, well, and everybody has their reason, though, for being the way that they mm-hmm. are in this show. They're not flat characters. Yeah. They're, they. It's like they really thought about the characters. Where do you think, if they had a... A reunion show. Where do you think mm. these characters would be in 2021? Oh, man. I mean, I, other than Daniel being in jail or dead. Yes. Yeah. Daniel's probably, yeah, going to be <laughs> working at the QT. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking Lindsay's going to be, and I think we talked about that, she's going to be some kind of activist. She's going to be like... Sure. 
either like a social worker or something or an activist or something and maybe even going into, you know, trying to help people. I think Kim becomes like, I don't know. I think she does something. She does something like more productive. She doesn't become, you know, like Daniel. I think she. Like she rebels against her horrible childhood. Yeah. And I think hmm. maybe she becomes successful. I almost think she could be like. I, I feel like she doesn't think she's very smart. And it, it is almost like she's not very smart. But it's almost like she ends up being a, like management somehow because she lets like life experience sure. take over. Because she's very assertive. And yes. I think that she could be that person. That's so true. she could change. And, she um, has a lot of, hmm, I don't want to say confidence because I don't think it's confidence. Right. It's just loudness. And it's more survival. It's yes. like survival. So I think she could, yeah, she could probably do something and just kind of wing it and be good at it. Yeah, she, I think she'd she be, could, yeah, rise up in the ranks of something yeah, or other. That's sure. true. I do think Bill goes on. I think Bill goes on to play, like, college basketball. Yeah. I think that's, especially if the coach is still dating your mom. <laughs> um, and he's tall. Yeah. And he's wiry. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, I don't know. Mm. John, uh, uh, Paul Feed was saying he he probably would have joined the theater. Right. I don't know if I saw that in him. Though. No. He has a, I think he has a little too much stage fright for that. Yeah. Because he, I he, would say he cares Neil a would lot. do that a little oh, bit Oh, Neil, more. definitely. Like, he, cause he like would, Sam cares so much about what people think yeah. all the time. Although he did do the mascot thing, kind of. Well, then he freaked out and couldn't do it, so. He could take over the, the I store. have a feeling, like, he would be <laughs> almost more on the smarty side. Like, he's yeah. going to end up being some kind of engineer. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And Maybe Neil's an going to go end up. Stand up comedy, as you said. I mean, like the, I, I mean, know. I think he could do that. I think or he's going to try to do that, but then he's going to end up salesman. having to get a job. Like he'll, he's probably going to be a doctor or something. Yeah, just like his dad. Just like his not. dad. Cheater. Not just like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad story. The most exciting oh. part of that episode was seeing the Atari games mm-hmm. on the spindle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was super, that was very awkward that they have a big party and then, uh, uh, and Neil kind of calls out his dad for cheating on his mom, which is insane, but, um, frightening. Yeah. So yeah. I'm so glad that you watched this show and oh that my you God, loved it. Was it was so good. I know. I'm so like, God, I'm so bummed that there's no more. I know. <laughs> if you haven't watched this show, then we just spoiled everything for you. Sorry, mm-hmm. but we really um, didn't. There's a lot we didn't cover. Yeah. Watch it because y- you have no idea how good this is. Really, Everybody really should good. watch it. There's no reason not to. It's short. Yeah. And it's not even one of those. You don't. I mean, you watch the first episode and you're like, you again, if you went to high school, I'm pretty sure you were to relate to this. Like, it's just it's really good. And you don't have to get into it, really. Like you said, it's just everything kind of comes together. It's yeah. Really good. Yeah. It's not like we have to learn who the characters are. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You immediately care about their story. Mm-hmm. So. It comes natural. All right, well, awesome. Let's then wrap up Freaks and Geeks, which is so excited we did. I know. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks for having me watch this. Okay, well, follow us on all the places, the Instagram and the Facebook, <laughs> and um, go to our Patreon page because we have really cool content over there, and you can become one of our patrons and get special perks from that mm-hmm. and all the other things. Okay. All the things. All right. Bye. Bye. Wrap it up.